If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world, and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chapin Stark. Hello, friends. You are listening to Unstoppable with me, Lindy Chafin Start, and happy Wednesday, everyone. Are you living a passionate life? Do you know your life's purpose? What are your challenges? Inquiring minds want to know. Today, I'm talking with Pam Asbury. Um, she is an internationally renowned pianist, and I am very proud to call her my friend. And we are going to discuss all sorts of fun things in Pam's life, how she's gotten a late start to the living passionately, and how she's rocking that. <laughs> I'm so proud of her. So if you all will help me welcome Pam Asbury. Pam, say hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We are grateful to have you on today. It's going to be an exciting show. We have a lot to talk about. So um, you and I have had lots of conversation the last couple of weeks about our careers and where they have just gone the last few years since we met. We actually met at a Georgia Romance Writers meeting when we were both busy writing and living in the realm of romance, right? Yes. <laughs> that Seems was a like minute ago. Time ago. Yes. <laughs> Things have just changed for both of us dramatically. So tell me what you've been doing the last few years. Well, I have uh, continued with my uh, teaching. I'm a piano teacher, as you know. That's how I've been paying the bills for many, many years. But since the last time that we were together, I've started a new avenue uh, in my career, which is uh, a composer and a recording artist and a performing artist. I have actually released my first CD last October, and I have a second one coming out this Friday. So um, things have stayed the same, and then things have really changed. Sounds amazing. It sounds absolutely amazing. So the CD that's coming out this week, um, is your holiday CD? That's right. Yes, my my first CD was called Seashells in My Pocket, and it is sort of a musical memoir of places that I visited, beautiful beaches, beautiful coastal cities, uh, and it's kind of a collection of musical postcards, if you will. And then uh, this summer, I recorded two more CDs. And the first one, as I said, will release on Friday, and it is a holiday album. It's a collection of my own arrangements of holiday songs from many centuries and many countries, and I'm super excited about sending that one out into the world as well. That is absolutely wonderful, and I believe the CD is called Thankful Heart, Joyful Mind. Is that correct? That's right. Thankful Heart, Joyful Mind, which is a, a line from Wexford Carol, which is one of the tracks in the CD. Um, so, yeah, love that song. Oh, wonderful. Love the, love the thought of the title. I think that's just beautiful. Reminds us to be grateful as we go into the holiday season, right? Right. That's right. Wonderful. 
So, so let's talk about how we've how we've journeyed this <laughs> this life. When you were little and you thought about growing up, what did you want to be? Well, I, I don't really remember much before I started taking piano lessons. I had just turned seven when I started playing the piano. And as I recall, and my parents will confirm that this is true, I had my first piano lesson and I went in to my parents and I said, I want to be a piano teacher when I grow up. And I'm sure they thought that was very cute and no one really thought any would come of that. But as hard as well-meaning people tried to talk me out of that over the years as I as I went through middle school and high school, I just never changed my mind. And, and so that's what I did. I went to college and I got my bachelor's degree and my master's degree in piano performance and piano pedagogy. And I've been teaching piano ever since. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, when you, um, it sounds amazing that you, how does anybody know what they want to be when they're so little? Um, I, I, oh, I, I, I think it's a calling. <laughs> I think so, too. Did you know then that you would compose? No, uh, absolutely not. Uh, in fact, as years went by and, and I started teaching and um, you know, I've been a fan of the genre of music that I compose in for many years. You know, people refer to it as New Age or Neoclassical, generally. Um, I taught music by all these wonderful composers to my students, people like David Lons and George Winston, and I went to concerts, and I met the artists, and people would ask me, so when are you going to when are you going to release a CD? And I would just laugh at them and I would say, huh, I don't compose music. I just play other people's music. I don't have a creative bone in my body. So um, honestly, I, I, I did not see this, this coming. This, this really <clears throat> kind, of, kind of came out of nowhere. It's wonderful. Well, you produce wonderful music, my friend. Absolutely beautiful. Okay. So, so as we found out early on in writing, in developing a platform and building, you know, you have to build your audience and you have to, um, you have to do all the preemptive steps to build your following before you can even worry with trying to secure an agent. And then if you're lucky, <laughs> once you do that, you're, you continue to press on and you find the right publisher, right? So is the music business similar to that? Um, you know, like the writing industry, the music business is changing very rapidly. Um, we, we've gone from the days when, you know, records were released in vinyl. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and it was important to have a record label behind you. There were just there was just a handful of record labels and you you really had to have a record label behind you to promote your music all of that has changed most of the artists that I am acquainted with are independent artists just like me uh we do all the work ourselves uh, of course I go somewhere to record and I I pay professionals to do the things that I can't do like master music and create album covers and 
and things like that. But for the most part, I'm I'm on my own, and the the task of promoting my work is is up to me. And and it's tough. It's a the the market that I'm in is is a very saturated one, um, and it's it's that's really creating the music is the easy part, the fun part, and finding my fans that's the hard part. I understand absolutely. Being a marketing professional, I I know exactly what it's like to identify your audience and then go out there and find them. So I do understand completely. <laughs> So when you were when you decided to do this when you were um when you had decided to to produce the first CD and market it was there a piece of business advice that you were given that was like what you consider the best like the best piece of advice Um you know I was very fortunate that I had been uh that I was connected with a lot of people in this in this industry so I had a lot of a lot of places to go for advice. I even took a, a boot camp with a colleague um, who kind of showed me the ropes and told me all the important places to hit and all the all the important things to do. Um, so I think for me, the 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 biggest piece of it is is networking um, and just just kind of you know, kind of watching what everyone else is doing. And if it seems to be working, then, um, then trying to, trying to follow their lead. If that, if that makes any sense. Makes complete sense. Absolutely. So it takes a lot, as you say, you're like a one woman show almost when you're doing this, all of the business of it falls back on you. So what's been the biggest sacrifice that you've had to make thing this? Uh, the biggest sacrifice has been really giving up personal time. <laughs> I'm, I'm at a place right now where I'm basically trying to do two full-time jobs. And I, I, don't, I don't mean to complain because I am absolutely loving everything that I'm doing. I love being a teacher. I love creating music, um, but I pretty much work from the minute my feet hit the ground in the morning until I collapse into bed at night, and there isn't much time for anything else except the work. But that's just the season that I'm in right now. I anticipate a day when maybe there will be more of a sense of, of balance in my life, but I can't say that I'm craving that right now because I'm enjoying the work so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. So I have to ask, when you, you talk about not really craving the balance, um, are you still doing things to take care of yourself and your body and your spirit and your mind? Of, of course. Um, I I eat simply but healthy I try to get out and walk in my neighborhood uh, two or three miles, three or four times a week. I'm making sure that I get plenty of rest because I I I can't afford to get sick. I don't have time to get sick. Um, and, and it's funny because a couple of weeks ago, I actually had the opportunity to go to Berlin, Germany and play in a concert there, part of Enlightened Piano Radio Network. 
I was nominated as Best New Artist 2018, and um, as a part of that, I got to play one of my pieces in the beautiful Berlin Philharmonic Hall. And, you know, I anticipated this trip for weeks and months, and then um, a week before I was supposed to leave, I got sick. I got the yuck that everyone has had after not being sick for such a long time. And things have been going at such a rapid pace. That was literally the only weekend that I had time to get sick. And somehow my body knew that. And I, I had the downtime and I, I went to the doctor and um, got treated for what, what was actually a very nasty sinus infection. And was healthy enough to travel by the time my plane took off the following weekend. So um, it, it, I, I do understand the importance of taking care of my, of my body, and um, I'm doing my very best to do that. That's wonderful. So that's a great piece of advice for anybody who's listening is that in all of this, you can yeah. be a workaholic. I think we all are, right? <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. you have to take care of your body and you have to take care of your brain. And and what Pam's talking about is so critical. Get out and walk. Go to the doctor like you're supposed to when you're sick. Um, eat healthfully and be mindful of what your body's telling you. And Pam, I think you're doing a wonderful, wonderful job at this. Thank Congratulations you. <laughs> on your accomplishments and award that you won in Berlin. Thank you. Yes, I did win the award that I was nominated for. So I'm, 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 I couldn't be happier about the way all of that went. It was a great experience. Very exciting. Very exciting. Well, believe it or not, folks, we're here at our um, first break already. You are listening to Unstoppable with me, Lindy Chafin Start on Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, I'm going to continue my conversation with pianist and composer Pam Asbury as we discover what inspired Pam to live her life passionately. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, <coughs> wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspireChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start. 
If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Welcome back to Unstoppable, everyone. I am Lindy Chafin-Start, and our guest today is Pam Asbury, world-renowned pianist and composer, and we have been busy talking about her story and how she has arrived at this place in her life that, whether she admits it or not, is somewhat well-balanced. Um, if you have questions, please pop into our chat room here at Inspire Voices Network. You've heard the numbers. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. But now we're going to continue our chat. Pam, you still with me? I'm here. Wonderful. So how are you feeling about this radio? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm kind of warming up to it. I, I, I could get used to this. It's kind of fun when you get started, right? It really is, yeah. So um, so we were talking about balance. We've been talking about um, the sacrifices that you've made in, in uh, launching this venture of producing your um, CDs and putting them out to the world. And now we're up to, is it four that you have out now? Uh, I have one that's, that's out, one that's in pre-release right now, and one more that's recorded, uh, not mastered yet, and it will release okay. next spring. Oh, exciting. Wonderful. Well, we'll look forward to hearing more from you on that. Um, you talked about this, the genre being new age. Tell me what um, what kind of touches your heart about this particular genre. Well, some, some of the artists that I know actually sort of hate the label new age. Um, and I, so I more often use the the word neoclassical, which implies inspired by classical music, um, and I don't mean just pure classical music, but romantic music, um, and uh, it's people refer to it as mellow or spa. Um, it's very relaxing, very very soothing music, and. Um, it's the kind of music that I like to listen to when I'm writing or when I'm just just chilling in the evening. And um, I, I, I'm told that it lulls children to sleep on car rides and things like that. So that 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 kind of des describes the the genre. Um, I think as I as I grow as a composer, my work is changing and and is evolving, but um, I I imagine that I will stay pretty true to this to this genre even as my work expands and grows. I believe it. I being honest, it's what I listen to when I work during the day. I have I have neoclassical on in the background so that I it helps concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> Probably it might sound weird, but I I think it's just a the um the rhythm of the piano that I listen to it's just it helps me focus on what I'm trying to do and I work more productively and faster listening to it yeah and what's what's really been extraordinary about this journey is that um that it's ha this is happening for me 
rather rather late in life. You know, I, I intend to live to be about 112 and and be healthy and productive the whole time. I, I'll just say my first album released when I was 58 years old last October when my first album released, and I'm I'm not ashamed to admit my age. But that is rather late in life to be launching a career. Many of my peers are contemplating retirement at this point. And here I am starting something brand new. And in the beginning, I, I, would, I would think back over, over my journey and all those years I spent telling myself what I couldn't do until one day I decided that I could and I did, and um, I think that's really part of the message that, that I want to share with your listeners is that uh, get rid of all those self-limiting beliefs, stop telling yourself what you can't do, and find your passion and start following it. Because it, it, as hard as I'm working, I I have never been happier than I am right now, and I think part is just this is the season. Um, I was divorced in 2001. I spent many years raising children. I actually homeschooled my children. I was teaching. And that was the time for that. And once my children got grown and um, I began to have more time to, to think about myself and and what I might do moving forward, then this music just started pouring out of me. So uh, I just wanted to toss that out there. Wonderful, wonderful advice. You talked about self-limiting beliefs. So we all know that that's, you know, it's fear-based. What were, what were your biggest fears? What were the voices in your head saying to you? Uh, You know, I think it's kind of the same self-limiting thoughts I had when I was pursuing fiction writing, which, by the way, I haven't give up, given up on that yet either. But, um, you know, it's, it's am I good enough and what will pe- people think and that's, that sort of thing. It's, it's very much a risk to create something, whether it's a piece of writing or a work of art or... Uh, a musical selection and put it out in the world, you know, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? And it's just important to let go of that and just tell yourself you, you are good enough (laughs) and, and run with it. Absolutely. Um, That brilliantly said, thank you. It's true. Um, and when you put a piece of yourself out there like you do in your creative work, you're putting you're you are. It's a piece of you. So of course you're gonna fear what people are gonna think, but the moment you learn to let go of the haters, everything just changes, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, so far the response has been overwhelmingly favorable. Seashells in my pocket was, was very well received and it was actually nominated Album of the Year uh, 2017 by One World Music Radio. And my name was on this list with people that people whose music I'd been listening to for years. So it was, it was a thrill, um, to say the least. Uh, but 
uh, and and I've gotten some reviews, early reviews on my holiday album, and and it has also been very well received. But you know, the day is going to come when somebody posts a one star review on Amazon because that's just what what people do. And I just have to be thick-skinned and have enough confidence in, in my work and in all the positive feedback to just let that go, too. Very true. And listen to your marketing maven. I'm going to tell you right now, when you get that one-star review, you just respond to it, and you respond to it as positively as you can. This might not be for everyone, but I appreciate you listening, right? There you go. That's right. <laughs> So so we've talked about this journey and all of these things that you've accomplished. What are you most proud of at this point? Well, it's it's really two things. As a teacher, I'm so proud of all my students and you know, I've been at this for almost 40 years now. So I've had students grow up and go on to become professional musicians and teachers. I'm just as proud of the ones who have kept music as a part of their lives personally and continue to play the piano even as they pursued careers in other areas. So that's for sure a, a big a big part of it. Um, but I'm also super proud that I was able to write this music and put that first album out into the world from the time I started composing, which was in March of 2017 until my release date of October 13th, you know, just a few months went by and there was a huge learning curve with all of that. But I'm, I am super proud that I was able to accomplish that and then, as I said, since then write the music for two more albums and knowing that they'll be out in the world over the next few months and uh, I just... I don't see an end to it. I'm I just can't wait to get back to the piano and write my next piece of music. It's wonderful. I have to tell you, I I am privileged to be a friend of Pam's in person, but also on Facebook, so I get to enjoy her journey and Pam it, it has been quite an experience to watch you do this and the posts every day are just more and more fascinating how you make this stuff happen and I'm so proud for you I think it's just wonderful thank you (laughs) it's it's been it's just a great ride it's it's absolutely thrilling and you know every day I try to take one more step towards getting my work out there. Uh, And I've got to say, many days, that's rewarded by something coming back to me. And uh, every morning I wake up and I just don't know what the day is going to bring in. And that's wonderful. Absolutely. Now, a moment ago, you said you don't see an end to it. So can I ask you, is visualization part of your process? Do you... Do you try to visualize every day where you're going to be next year, five years, ten years, when you're 112? Uh, Absolutely, yes. I cut and paste and make vision boards. And, uh, you know, really this all started um, about five years ago when I didn't have a grand piano. And after all those years of telling myself I couldn't afford one, 
And then one day I decided, well, maybe I, maybe I would be able to someday. So over that spring break, I moved everything in my piano studio. I painted the walls purple, and I cleared space for the grand piano and waited for it. And less than two weeks later, I got a phone call from a friend at a local music store, and they had just gotten in a grand piano consignment, and he thought I should come in and take a look at it. And I did, and it was a price I could afford, and uh, it wasn't too many days after that, I had a grand piano in my purple piano studio. So <laughs> that's, for me, the power of visualization. That That is exactly Absolutely. right. When you ask for it, you receive it. I think that's just brilliant. And I, I was just going to ask you if, if there was a, a favorite part of your workspace, but I think we just found the answer. <laughs> it's my it's my purple piano studio, you know. So as long as I told myself, as long as I told myself I couldn't have a grand piano, then there was no grand piano. And then the day I let go of that, it it was just a matter of weeks, and there was there it was, and it's really changed my life. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, Pam, I know you won't be able to believe this, but we're already at our second break. So, friends, you're listening to Unstoppable with me, Lindy Chafin-Start on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, I'm going to continue my conversation with pianist and composer Pam Asbury, and we're going to talk about success and what inspires Pam to be the woman she is. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few <clears throat> less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Welcome back, everybody. This is Lindy Chafin-Start, and you're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. Before Pam and I continue our conversation about living life passionately, let me invite you to visit Pam's website at pamasbury.com. That's P-A-M-A-S-B-E-R-R-Y.com. And check out her latest for sale, Thankful Heart, Joyful Mind. Now, let's get back to the show. So, Pam, my gosh, you've got so much great insight into jumping off this cliff that we all are so fearful of. Uh, you and I both got a late start in life. Um, so you're realizing the success, and I realize that I, I know you have a plan. But as, as you realize the success, tell me what that means to you. 
Um, for me, being successful just means doing the work that I love. Um, making money is nice, but I don't think all the money in the world would make me happy if 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 I wasn't doing work that I loved. So, um, being able to play the piano and create at the piano and and work with my students and make a difference in other people's lives. You know, that's the other piece of it. I, I know that I've made a difference in the lives of my students over the years, and I like to think that as I create new music and and, and get it out uh, in, into the world, that that music will make a difference in, in people's lives as well. Um, so that's, to me, that's what it means to be successful. Making a real difference. I think that's a lovely idea. It's true. I think, don't we all wake up every morning and want to, to make a difference in the world that we live in? And you are, you are accomplishing that every day. It's just wonderful. And I've, so, I've what do you think? That, that, uh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say I've always believed that if you're doing what you're meant to do, uh, the money will follow. The money will come, mm-hmm. and while I'm, no one would accuse me of being a wealthy woman. I'm a very comfortable woman. You know, I I I have a roof over my head and food to eat, and I get to travel and, um, you know, spend time with my family and my friends. And so I really don't want for anything, and that's that's really fine. That's really enough for me. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. Um, so we all get hung up, right? We all get stuck in ruts and such. When you find yourself in a rut or in need of inspiration, um, since you, with your music, can be an inspiration to others, what um, what do you do to get out of that space? and into back into the inspired place. Uh I I don't think that I get stuck in a rut so much as I just get tired. <laughs> and uh so for me the best things that I can do when I just need a change of pace, when I just need a break from the intensity of of teaching um cuz I have 60 students right now. It's it's a full-time load for sure. Um, or, wow. you know, or practicing, um, they're really, I go for a walk, going for a walk always helps me clear my head. In fact, my very first melody came to me when I was out on a walk. Uh, I sang it into my phone and eventually turned it into a solo piano composition. Um, I also like to make jewelry. I like to play with beats. And so sometimes if I just need to use a different creative part of my brain, I'll just go in my craft room and and make some jewelry, and that's very rejuvenating for me. Um, so, yeah, just something, getting my body moving or doing something creative in a different way, th- those work really well for me uh, in terms of just keeping myself recharged and and excited. 
That's wonderful. And I've seen your jewelry, by the way. It's absolutely charming, <laughs> just like you and your music. <laughs> Aw, thank you. It's fun. Absolutely. So, you know, you talk about the intensity of teaching um, and how sometimes you do need to take a break from this. Is there a fear now that um, about the venture that keeps you up at night? Well, the fear is actually part of the motivation. The, the fear is that I'm running out of time. The, the fear is that because I have started this late, I might not have enough years to create all the music that that is within me to create. But I try not to dwell on that too much. I try not to spend too much time thinking about that because I really believe that the timing of this was perfect. And um, I'm just going to keep keep showing up and keep doing my work and see where it where it takes me. Isn't it amazing how you have taken this fear and flipped the switch on it that running out of time is a huge motivator for you? I have to say, seeing this, living in gratitude around the timing of this venture, um, I feel like is exactly what's going to keep you going until you're 112. And I don't doubt for a second that I'm going to be hearing from you around that time. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Well, and in terms, as uh, far as fear goes, you know, I'm afraid, in, in in some respects, you know, I'm afraid every day of my life. I'm afraid every time I walk out on stage. I'm, a, I'm afraid every time I, I put a new piece of music out into the world. But um, I just don't let that fear paralyze me. Um, I try to use it to my advantage and just just push through it and, and do the hard things anyway. I you know, I think fear can be a little bit of fear can be a, a healthy thing. It's it's when you let it uh, immobilize you, you let it stop you from doing the things that you want to do, that it becomes a problem. And I just refuse to back to fear. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that something every woman, every person needs to hear? Is it the only person that has that harbors this fear is you. There's nothing that the outside world can do to hurt you. Honestly, it's just the fear of, of facing the outside world with, with this, <laughs> with this new venture, with this new attitude, with this new look, with this new CD, with this new book, you know? Um, yeah, that's right. amazing. So it's in it. Go ahead. No, you go. You're good. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, my students, I, I have to, I mentor my students as they deal with fear as, as, as young pianists and, um, as they're preparing for a recital or an event and, and, and they're afraid and maybe they don't want to do it because they'll say, well, what if I, I, and I'll ask them, I'll say, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? And they'll say, well, I might mess up. And I say, well, you might. And what if you do? I say, will the sun come up the next morning? Will will your parents still love you? <laughs> you know, it's like you have to put the worst case scenario in perspective. And 
And the worst thing that could happen is never as bad as you think it's going to be. And the worst thing never happens anyway. Most of the things that we worry about never come to pass. So um, you just gotta gotta do the next do the next thing. That's exactly right. <clears throat> it's um, it's funny that you say that. In advertising, when I started my advertising career eons ago, um, one of our biggest sayings, if the fax machine died, the power went out. If, if the fax machine, that's <laughs> telling my eons right there. Um, if an ad didn't go through to a newspaper, uh, you know, and the client would be horribly upset. But we had to actually sit back and look at it as a team and say, you know what, nobody died. That's the, if this is the worst that's happened, it's okay. <laughs> we lost an ad. Yep. Nobody died. So let's keep going. Yep. That's right. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. <laughs> so around all of this, um, we're, we're, we're definitely getting the feel you're a very spiritual person. Do you have a particular mantra that you live by? Uh, it's really what I just said. Do the next thing. <laughs> um, the next thing. If if I think about all the things that that I need to do, my my to do list never never nothing everything never gets checked off my to do list. It just keeps growing. And if I think about all the things that I have to do, it's completely overwhelming. And I might just crawl in bed and cover up and 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 not get up for a really long time. So instead of thinking about all of it, I just think about the next thing that needs to be done, and and I do it. And that's kind of how I get through a long, hard day. It works. <laughs> I I makes complete sense to me. Um, absolutely. It's funny you mentioned crawling into bed and not getting up. So speaking of, uh, what's the first thing you do every morning to start your day off right? I make a pot of coffee, and then <laughs> <Amen>. um, <laughs> uh, I have had this practice for many, many years. I, I write morning pages, so I know you're familiar with this, and probably many of your listeners are. Um, I read a book a long time ago by the wonderful Julia Cameron called The Artist's Way, mm -hmm. and this is a practice that she's been doing for many years, and and basically, you just get up and you write three pages, uh, sort of free writing, um, stream of consciousness, and you just kind of get all that stuff that's in your head out and onto the paper. And she believes, and I believe too, that it, it helps free up your brain then for creativity. And uh, I've been doing that for many years now. And uh, when I don't do morning pages, I it, it affects the rest of my day for sure. Right, I can absolutely see that. I mean, being being in the creative space that you are, you're not only creative as a composer, but you have to live creatively if you're working with students. <laughs> there's there's no choice in that matter, is there? No, it's true. I I feel like a chameleon. You know, I every time a new student walks through the door, I have to turn on a different part of myself to meet their needs. Um, and 
it's very important for me to to find ways to be creative around that as well as as much as when I'm composing a piece of music. Mhm. Absolutely. Well, Pam, we're we're in the home stretch, sister. You're doing a great job and I appreciate you being here with me today. I'm so excited to hear all this fun stuff and we're going to our last break, so you're listening to Unstoppable with me, Lindy Chafin-Start on Inspired Choices Network. And we, when, we, bleh, when we return, sorry, tied, um, we'll continue our conversation with Pam Asbury, pianist and composer, and um, discover a little more about uh, the world and what it needs more of. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back to Unstoppable. I'm your host, Lindy Chafin-Start, and it's been a wonderful show with my friend Pam Asbury so far. If you have any questions for me or Pam, please feel free to pop into our chat room here at Inspired Choices Network. Next week, we'll be talking about how brand success is part art, part science, and the ability to step back and take a look at your business or product from the outside looking in. So if you have any questions you'd like answered around brand success, email me at lindychafin at att.net or visit my website at www.unstoppablestart.com. Now, Pam, let's talk a little bit more about what the world needs more of. Tell me your thoughts. The world needs more kindness. Amen. Yeah, I, I, I try to avoid politics for many reasons, um, but we're living in really um, charged times right now. You know, our, our country is very polarized, and um, I, I love Facebook. Uh, you mentioned that earlier, and I just I just see so much venom spewed out there and, and elsewhere, and I just think it's so important to be respectful of other people and their views and and be kind as as much as we can and you know I'm one of those kind of kind of hokey people who when I'm when I'm out and about and I I I compliment people strangers all the time I think it drives my kids crazy because I talk to strangers but um, 
I know when I've been on the receiving end of something like that, I might, I might be having the worst day ever, and you, you just don't know what kind of struggle someone might be going through. And sometimes just one little kind word makes all the difference in, in how you feel. So I just think we all need to be kinder to one another. <laughs> I agree with you wholeheartedly. Isn't that the truth? Doesn't it just make your day when, when somebody holds the door or offers a compliment when you walk through the grocery store or even just tells you how grateful they are that you're in their life? You know, all of that is so it's, important. It's huge. It's just huge. Well, I'm sure um I'm sure there are you have lots of students and I'm sure they all look up to you as their teacher. Are there any women that you look up to? There are so many women that I look up to. Um I I I'm gonna give a shout to my mom. Uh she <laughs> raised us kids and then when when the year I went off to college she went back to school and got her nursing degree and worked as a registered nurse for many years. I, I believe she made straight A's in school. So, you know, that was that was a pretty great example for me. I also have so many solo piano artist friends with stories similar to mine. Um, and I'll give one more shout-out to Kathy Oaks of Enlightened Piano Radio. She was really the one who threw out the gauntlet when I was on an enlightened piano radio cruise in 2016 and said, you know, I predict by this time next year you'll have an album <laughs> out in the world. And um, she definitely planted a seed there because it came to pass. So uh, I, I'm just inspired really by by ordinary women who do extraordinary things. Um, as much as by, you know, the celebrities. So, yeah, I've had some really great examples to follow. Oh, that's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And I know your mom is probably listening right now, and she's very proud of you. Yeah, I, I gave her um, a card tell for me. her birthday. No, I, I yeah. gave my mom a card for her today and, and said something like, you know, I'm going to brag about what a great mom you are today, and then tomorrow you can go back to bragging about me. So that's kind of how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have that relationship, huh? <laughs> yeah. My, my parents have been super supportive of, of this. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have, and I know I know they're proud of you as is your entire family and your children. Uh, I know I am. So, gosh, we've talked about so much today, and right now we're talking about things that inspire you, women who inspire you. Um, is there a quote at all? Is there something that you've seen? I mean, you've spent a lot of time on Facebook. Is there something that jumps out at you, something that's uh, stood out that inspires you, quote-wise? Yeah, I'm... I'm actually a collector of quotes, so it, it was kind of hard to <laughs> it's kind of hard to narrow it down to just one. But this one always encourages me and, and I did write it down so that I could read it. 
20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did do. And that's attributed to Mark Twain. And I, I think that's, that's really, really powerful. Um, if you, if you keep waiting for tomorrow, it, it never really comes. And so you just kind of have to grab the ring and run with it. Don't, don't wait. <laughs> don't wait. Don't wait. Isn't that the truth? I mean, we're both moms, and I'm sure you heard the same thing I did when we were thinking about having children. You know, if you wait until you're ready to have kids, you'll never have them, right? <laughs> so right. if you wait to jump off that cliff, if you wait to start that business, if you wait to do that one thing you've been wanting to do or you, you've dreamt of doing, gosh, don't wait. Get out there and do it. And if you don't know quite how to go about it, just get started and you'll figure it out as you go because that's, that's what I'm doing every day. I'm just finding my way. I, I, I'm with you on that. I think our journey is paralleling in that, <laughs> in that regard. You have, to, you have to just try to stay relevant in a world that's changing minute by minute, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's an it's an amazing journey. I'm so excited for you. You have so much to offer and we are going to be watching your journey for the next few months, years, decades as you continue to compose amazing music and be your wonderful self. Um I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being on the show with me today and um just want to remind everybody um, please visit Pam's website. It's pamasbury.com and uh, check out her latest CD. Next week, we're going to be talking about how brand success is part art, science, and the ability to step back and take a look at your business or product from the outside looking in. So until then, be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business. Until then, be unstoppable.